Hello and welcome to a special podcast from the Lancet Oncology. I'm Richard Lane on Friday, April the 26th. This podcast is to support the launch of a Lancet Oncology Commission, the second time TLO have done such a venture. And this year, the TLO Commission is looking specifically at cancer control in Latin America. Now, Latin America, and, and that includes parts of the Caribbean, is a vast region with over 500 million people there. But cancer prevention and services remain patchy at best and often only limited to a wealthy minority of people. So this commission brings together a multi-skilled variety of oncology specialists who set out their ideas and concepts and frameworks for improving cancer control in Latin America. Do read the commission, but for a taster, let's hear from one of the authors of the commission, and that is Paul Goss from Harvard Medical School. And this audio is taken from a video, which you can also view on thelancet.com, filmed for us at Harvard by WebEdge TV. We have launched, I think, the first and unique report of cancer control in the region of 47 countries comprising Latin America and the Caribbean. This effort was led by 71 selected oncologists, health economists, epidemiologists, radiologists, pathologists, advocates, all types of people that are in the cancer control world. But it's a grassroots kind of report, if you like, and the first one of its nature. Our international cancer team here at MGH led this initiative, and we were supported strongly by the editorial team of the Lancet Oncology from London. Our goal in writing this commission and putting it together with all these people was to really draw attention of local authorities and local healthcare personnel in the region to the burgeoning cancer burden that's confronting Latin America. There's a tidal wave, if you like, of cancer problem occurring on the continent, and we want people to be aware of that and to take action to avert what could be a disastrous, catastrophic situation. In terms of the cancer burden that's coming, that confronts Latin American Caribbean, there's an aging population that by 2020, there'll be over 100 million people, 60 years of age or older, out of 590 million currently in the region. At least 54% of the population have very little, if any, healthcare coverage. The systems are geared predominantly toward the educated, urban, wealthy, minority, and the very substantial majority of people are disenfranchised, as I said, 54% without health care coverage. The mortality rate in the region for every kind of cancer comes to about 50% higher than in the United States and Western Europe. So there's a problem with what we call the mortality to incidence ratio, which is much higher in Latin America. And then there Healthcare system has been reactive to the sickest patients with stage 4 advanced cancer. Those are the patients that, by being hospitalized toward the end of their lives, consume the majority of the financial resources that are available. So there's a downward spiraling effect where the advanced cancers are increasing because of the structural problems that I've alluded to. And the economies are spending their limited resources supporting those patients. There is a way that we've tried to point out in this commission where that trend of a downward spiral in finances and and burgeoning cancer, uh, stage 4 cancer, can be arrested and reversed. There's some immediate steps that could be taken even within the constraints of the current resources. First of all, there's an urgent need to move increasingly toward universal health care coverage with 54% of all the people, 300 and something million people, without adequate or any health insurance at all. There's a great need for policymakers to shift towards redistribution of their budgets, towards uh, disenfranchised populations, and they include urban poor, rural people, remote people, indigenous people. So there are many 
subpopulations within the continent that are disenfranchised from healthcare in the first place. A movement toward prevention and addressing and confronting the three top ones, which are tobacco and smoke. About 150 million smokers in the region. Close to 100 million people are also exposed to smoke indoors from cooking and from cooking fires. Infectious causes of cancer like hepatitis B virus, uh, HPV virus, etc. Immunization programs could be immediately implemented. Environmental carcinogenesis. All of these steps will work towards reducing the number of patients that appear with cancer. I think our commission obviously has limitations. It's a commission of 47 distinct countries, each one of which has different healthcare systems, different geographic, socioeconomic, population distribution, infectious agents, type of cancer, type of economy, booming economies versus stagnant and declining economies. So there's a great variation in the challenges faced by Latin American and Caribbean countries. However, if you think that the United States spends 17 times more per cancer patient than the best country in South America and Latin America. It shows you the, the magnitude of the problem. So there is an urgent need for ministries to recognize that the whole cancer control system is underfunded, grossly underfunded. And I think if they allocate a slightly bigger percentage of the total healthcare budget and of total GDP towards cancer control, it will be a very wise, proactive step to take to prevent what could be a tidal wave of cancer burden in the next two decades. Resourcing it slightly better and then a reallocation to all those disenfranchised populations such as urban poor, such as indigenous people and remote and rural people, just making the, the system more equitable with a more universal access type system. Those are steps that could be taken immediately with very little change in the budgets. Small changes would make big effect. And one other step would be to move the emphasis away from treating the most sick patients with the most resources and consuming all the resources at the end of the problem, if you like, and really moving it up front. Immunizing teenage girls in school against HPV, making sure people are properly immunized, addressing rural and environmental and industrial carcinogenesis, addressing all the tobacco control and smoke control issues. All of these things will have an immediate effect. Within the next 10 years, there'll be a sharp reduction in the mortality and in the incidence of cancer, and that's where they need to head. Many thanks indeed to Paul Goss and Web's Edge TV for the audio soundtrack from the video. We do hope you find the commission interesting and valuable. Thanks for listening. See you next time.